0: social unrest the state and the white house you are listening to the john petro show
1: john DePetro on am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at our website com. well it is black friday can we still say that i believe so it's friday november 26th I hope everyone had a uh, a good thanksgiving still have a lot to be thankful for even though um we are living through this uh, Biden administration. The The president is not that far away, by the way. He's on Nantucket. President Biden, I'm not sure why, but they're on Nantucket. And um, there's a lot of outrage uh, on this Friday. First of all, notice there's, there's no Black Friday the way it used to be. As far as in the past, stores used to open. Actually, on Thanksgiving night, uh, if you notice, that's been eliminated. Retailers have moved their message from buy early to suddenly now try to be patient. I mean, the fact of the matter is, there's a uh, a major problem with with stores and what's going to be on the shelves. So, folks, remember you can shop early, and we have great merchandise in our in our uh, store at uh Beautiful merchandise, as a matter of fact, and it will arrive in time for Christmas. All right, on this Friday, uh, there there is um, a big outcry because the judge in the case regarding the waukesha christmas parade not even a week old yet but um it'll be a week sunday but the accused that uh daryl brooks a lot of um progressive groups defund the police the socialists the squad locally a number they may be a local protest they're upset because the judge said a bail of five million dollars i want to play this the judge he um he's been on the bench for quite some time he he's just taken aback at the act that he had to witness and uh, i thought he was terrific in setting it i want to play it it's worth it and i want you to listen when he talks about the um the enormity of the case in front of him and what we've learned about this quote defendant and the accused um, he did set bail at 5 million, but I want you to listen to him just kind of setting up this whole thing.
2: <clears throat> the bail being recommended by the state. I'm an old guy who has been doing this for almost 40 years. DA's office, criminal defense attorney, 17, 18 years as a uh, commissioner, both in Milwaukee and, uh, now in Waukesha. The nature of this offense is shocking. Uh, Actually, the detail I was not expecting here today, that two two detectives, not lay people, detectives, uh, not only tried to stop this, but rendered an opinion that this was an intentional act. You're presumed innocent, sir, uh, but that's what the allegations are. Um, And I've not seen anything like this in my... Very long career. Um, it seems to be a very strong case for the state. Likelihood of incarceration, which is the other aspect of bail, is absolute. If you are found guilty of any one of these, a multitude of them, it's a life imprisonment sentence that must be meted out. So I, I have no problem. I just with with that bail, it's extraordinarily high, but it's an extraordinarily big case. It's an extraordinarily serious case with an extraordinary history of this gentleman um, of fleeing, of hurting people, of not following court orders, not following um, criminal laws, not following just your societal norms. Um, So I know that that's extraordinarily high bail. Uh, It's warranted here and i am setting cash bail in the amount of five million dollars
1: so he may set bail as you just heard now there's a movement in different places folks you know whether it's there or providence or new york city where a lot of the progressive groups the defund the police black lives matter groups they're saying there should be no more cash bail that uh people should be let out let let alone the squad and there are the progressives that they they want to empty the prisons so but what this judge was saying with the christmas parade killer uh we've learned he was stopping zigzagging he was purposely running people down and so there's a huge outcry because the judge set at bail at, at five million and a lot of the progressive groups uh aoc uh, uh, ilian omar that representative talib and then locally you have individuals Um, a lot of progressives locally feel all cash bails should be eliminated they feel someone like that should be sent back out into the street now in this particular case i also don't understand why the networks have been running cover for this guy uh coming up a little bit later but i'm going to play this sound of where on um msnbc one person um was was saying that it was an accident there's no evidence to say that this was an accident um, the there was on CBS they the um on CBS they called it the parade crash like the a crash you think of as there was a crash there was an accident and this this was not an accident as disturbing as it is this is not someone that took a wrong corner and oh my god accidentally I I couldn't stop my car and I suddenly no he he went onto that street and then was stopping and stopping and starting and then would gun it and zigzag and was purposely moving his vehicle as people were fleeing to run them down that's what you know police detectives that's what they were witnessing that's some of the evidence in this case and the networks again you know noticed initially they they would not release uh his name they wouldn't release his uh, race and right away you knew right I mean because if that had been let's be honest folks if this had been I don't know what you know a different type of parade but if this had been let's just say a trump supporter or someone that had on something that said you know i support kyle rittenhouse or something like that you are you kidding me the media in two seconds um they would have would have released that now closer to home rhode island congressman david Cicilline, he posted yesterday about the smash and grabs and the smash and grabs are interesting because they're not using a gun and when you take a weapons charge the progressive groups have weakened uh laws penalizing shoplifting they do it under the guise of these are people that just need food to survive and if they take something and so we have to lessen it so with these smash and grabs these mobs what they do is now they they don't have a gun or a knife and it's the weapons charges that that raise right that's when you get the most jail time especially if you have firearms possession they don't do that they have one or two people that have pepper spray and they will pepper spray the guards Uh, that these particular stores and then you have a big mob of people and then they're all in mass they even have getaway cars but even when they catch them because the progressives have worked to um, bring down the penalty on on shoplifting where it's no longer a felony everything's a misdemeanor it enables them and they're really you know hurting retailers they cleaned out if you saw that story they cleaned out that louis vuitton store out on the west coast for one million dollars well rhode island congressman david Cicilline, representative first district um you think of since you know the whole incident with george floyd he attended the black lives matter march that then smashed all the windows of the rhode island state house he never commented on it he never commented on the providence riot and how the downtown providence place mall all the stores were destroyed windows smashed looting uh, arson never commented on that um commented uh really irresponsibly with the kyle rittenhouse case where he said you know you don't bring a gun to a peaceful protest and chase people down as we all know that's that's certainly not what's happening he was saying it was a stain in our justice system but he he tweeted out uh, you know this is terrible to do with these smash and grabs to the retailers, and thanks to police, what they do. That is the first time that he has mentioned police. I I don't remember him ever mentioning police, but certainly no mention of police since the incident in Minneapolis with George Floyd in May of last year, 2020. And if anything, he encourages and supports the defund the police movement, uh, David Cicilline obviously supports black lives matter antifa um uh, he he is completely in with the squad it was actually shocking to see him even mentioning anything to do with police because he's been so anti-police um and i think i think folks his polling numbers are showing that he has a weakness now he's up for re-election next november 2022 and i think he is seeing some numbers he's really lost law enforcement and he should because he supports defunding the police he does not support law enforcement he does not back the blue and quite the opposite all right a lot ahead on this black friday you're listening to the john dipetro show it is a challenge trying to run your business today especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers instead let mega professionals find them for you call them today 508 Three three six seventy eight zero one. 7801 right now are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business your company call MEGA mega professionals today 508-336-7801 if you need workers drivers certified help part-time full-time weekend work local which is aka sleep at home drivers maybe it is drivers class a b non-cdl warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals.
3: It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off all wedding bands. Rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and Puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets
1: engaged. It's fall, very soon the heating season will be here. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas high efficiency carrier Infinity system. JKL energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high efficiency Infinity heat pump system including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navien certified factory dealer. Call J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401 351 7600 they do it right they do it right the first time they're licensed in both rhode island and massachusetts jkl 401-351-7600 you're listening to the john dipetro show am 1380 99.9 fm joining us right now what a fantastic new book folks he was chief of staff to president trump great book the chief's chief we want to welcome to the program it is the great Mark Meadows. Mark, it's John DiPietro. First of all, congratulations on a tremendous read.
4: Well, thanks, John, and it's great to be with you and all the listeners, and thank you for always speaking it uh, like it is, telling the truth and bringing it to your listeners uh, with uh, no political correctness. It's it's great to join you, and it was an honor to serve the 45th President of the United States, and hopefully this this book will be something that gives uh, your uh, listeners kind of a behind-the-scenes look at what went on.
1: Mark, I am so glad you wrote this book because finally we get more of an accurate depiction of exactly what was going on, starting with, and even though it's playing out now, but the, just your thought on the fact that what has come out recently regarding you know the Russian collusion and the whole thing, it, it's really, I think that'll go down as one of the darkest moments in American journalism
4: well without a doubt and and it's interesting John that you you highlight that because I talk about that in the book and and there's one one particular uh uh Uh, chapter called the long con and it is a long con because the democrats and many of the people in the swamp they knew how how bad it was from a standpoint of of just uh, the fact that it was hillary clinton and many of her operatives that were actually colluding with russia and it was not indeed uh, any, anything that the president, uh, actually, uh, did. And so, so when we, we look at that, I think the the real key is, is not only coming out, but there's more to come, John, your, your listeners will hear it here first. I'm here to tell you more connections to Hillary Clinton. And as John Durham digs deeper, we'll see that not only was president Trump, right, that they spied on him, But it was a collusion and a dark day in American history where the Hillary Clinton campaign tried to accuse Donald Trump of what they were actually guilty of.
1: Folks, we're speaking with Mark Meadows. He was President Trump's chief of staff. Fantastic new book. By the way, this makes for a great Christmas gift for everyone that's listening. The chief's chief. Mark, I like how in the book you write and, and, you know, people are seeing now how difficult it can be. But your March 2020 how quickly everything had to pivot. It is remarkable how yourself and President Trump took America through the pandemic.
4: Well, you're very kind to give me even a little bit of credit, but it's actually President Trump that did all of that, John. I can tell you, yeah, I was, uh, I didn't get much sleep. Uh, The president never sleeps. He he will call at, at all hours of the The morning and night and uh and to give you a to-do list it seems like uh he's the vigilant sentinel that is there but really when uh when uh, the the virus came from china and and started to affect everybody in uh the united states and around the globe uh he saw it as his mission to make sure that we got government out of the way and that we got real solutions there. And in spite of what the left-wing media wanted to do is to to blame him for everything, and they did almost 96% of the time, uh, it, was, it was really quick decisions that he made to save our economy, to save lives, and ultimately uh, to fight back against the swamp that was trying to undo his presidency uh, each and every day.
1: Folks, again, we're speaking with Mark Meadows, President Trump, chief of staff, his fantastic new book, which makes a great holiday gift, The Chief's Chief. Mark, if you could also just take us through. I like also that you you talk about, despite all the hurdles, how President Trump, your administration, would keep your eye on the prize. It's incredible how this administration, how fast things have just unraveled. What incredible discipline by yourself and President Trump.
4: Well you're very kind I can tell you uh, this that uh because the president uh believed that America should be placed as the highest priority it wasn't just a, a campaign slogan it was a way of life for him uh in the 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 epilogue the final uh final chapter of the book uh I I, I basically spell out a conversation that that president Trump and I uh had Uh, Just a a few months ago now. Uh, and, And he said, Mark, can you imagine that it would have gotten this bad this quick? And I said, no, sir, I couldn't. He says, you know, he says all Joe Biden had to do was was literally nothing because we had you know we had a secure border we actually had a real plan to bring people out of afghanistan that wouldn't have put 13 service members in harm's way and and so we we i put that in that final chapter because uh so much of what we've seen happen uh literally were were things that we had and discussed in the oval office that that bluntly there needs to be some accountability and so we we cover that in uh in keeping your eye on the ball he, the president keeping his eye on the ball uh was was not only a a priority for him but it was a morning noon and night uh vigilant kind of uh of way that he he did business every day
1: Mark, can you also touch on, I mean, you weren't new to Washington, you were a congressman. Can you touch on the fact that during the course of, of the day, and, you know, there's so much to be accomplished, but just the amount of, and, and now people ridicule it, but just false news, fake news, false information that would get out, that it can, at the same time, as much as it's it's, you know, so reckless the way it's reported, it's still something that gets out there and has to be addressed.
4: Well, it has to be addressed, and and, uh, and and I and I talk about that in the chief's chief. I didn't believe in fake news uh, until I got to the White House. I, I knew that that there was, you know, the president kept talking about. Fake news, and I was on capitol hill and you're you 're right, and I would know that even the Capitol Hill reporters they had a left bent they had uh, the way that they would put it out there, but they didn 't try to make things up when I got to the white house i it 's not only that they made it up it didn't have a basis in reality, and they would have uh you know two or three unnamed sources giving them quote the facts and uh, I can remember one one particular story i 'm talking to the reporter i said. Uh, that's just not accurate. And, and I'm willing to go on the record to tell you that it's not accurate. They said, well, we've got good sources. I said, well, you couldn't have good sources because the only other person that was in the meeting is actually sitting here in the room while I'm talking to you, and they didn't talk to you. I mean, but they just make these things up. But you had to address them. And the President uh, Trump was, we, he did what we call chopper talk, always willing to go, talk to the press. It kept him sharp. But, boy, you know, it was killer question each and every day and it was uh, having to address rumors that very often were just made up by a water cooler
1: can you also just expand on that a little bit just because i i really enjoyed reading that folks again it's mark meadows new book chief of the chief's chief the uh the chopper talk how did that come about because now when we're looking at a president he can they cannot cannot do that president trump walking the rope line cameras on him Boom, pointing at the reporter, you know, boom, like pop quiz. What do you have? That is not that is not easy to do. How did that come about? I like how you uh, talk about that and write about that in the book.
4: Well, you know, it's interesting uh, when we talk about that in the book, uh, the chopper talk. Uh, sometimes there were days when, as his chief of staff, I said, you know, today, you know, sir, this is not a good news cycle. I don't know that you want to go and take uh, take on the reporters. And he would he would look out and he'd say, yeah, there's Jim Acosta from CNN. There's this person. There's that person. He says, I think it's a perfect day to take them on. And so he'd go out and uh, and literally – be ready to you know the the rotors on the helicopter on the re-1 would be uh, going <laughs> it would be on on idle and he'd go in and he says all right well go ahead and but he was not afraid of them you know yeah. what we have now is a joe biden who gets a list of uh, hopefully the softball reporters that are going to ask these nice you know what flavor of ice cream
1: meadows his fantastic new book the chief's chief mark one more thing i just think you captured President Trump really, that's the thing that I took away the most. There are times I was laughing out loud. You really captured him very well, the dynamic between the two of you. Uh, I'm just curious, uh, any type of feedback from the president regarding the book?
4: Yeah, you know, the the president. Uh, you know, it was interesting when uh, when I first said I was going to write it. He says, "Well, I'm going to like it, sir." Well, I said, "Well, as long as I can tell the truth and let the American people see who you really are." And there are parts of it. You know, the 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 personality part of it, uh, where he doesn't like uh, people to actually see that that nice, uh, compassionate side of him. That I, but we do. We do laugh. We have a, a lot of fun. I can remember one time. Uh, uh, that you know we I was so mad about a leak I said sir uh, I I went in I said "Uh, sir there was only four of us in this room and now we've got the press is calling me about it and I'm going to fire two people and he looked at me and he goes Mark I don't know that I do that it may have been me (laughs) And (laughs) and so uh uh you know he's one that will always uh find the humor in things he and i were able to to have a, a friendship uh, you know obviously it was a supportive role to the what i would consider the best president our country has ever had and uh and yet with that we get to talk still on a daily basis, so he, he enjoys it. He's, uh, he's encouraging people to go out and buy it, so hopefully it'll make a good Christmas gift for uh, those who appreciate the 45th President of the United States.
1: Absolutely. Folks, again, the book, the Chief's Chief, Mark Meadows. Mark, really, f- fantastic job with the book. It's a pleasure to speak with you, and we'll talk to you again sometime.
4: Sounds great. Thanks, John. Take care.
1: Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for MEGA truck and trailer repair, whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer, pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508 336 2110 trailer pickup and delivery 24-hour mobile service abs repairs brakes doors listen if it's on a trailer they can fix it Mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-2110 you need it fixed you need, need it fixed in a hurry and you need it fixed right call Mega truck and trailer repair today remember free estimates Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24 hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today 508 336 2110.
3: It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged.
1: If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 Thirty-three forty. They are located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting, and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Autobody today 401 272 3340. They'll handle everything for you the original, the best, and If you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today, get it repaired, 401-272-3340. Folks, you're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Joining us right now, he has a new book out in Trump time. It is Peter Navarro. Peter, first of all, congratulations on the book. Uh, take us through the process that you decided to write this book in the first place.
0: I think it goes back to the very beginning. I, I was only one of three senior White House officials who was with the president all the way from the campaign. In 2016, where I served as his uh, chief economic advisor, all the way to the end of what we like to say, uh, the end of his first term. And what was interesting is early in 2017, when I came into the White House, I was shocked. I don't get shocked easily, but I was shocked by how many people inside the perimeter, inside the White House, inside the administration, were actually actively disloyal to the president and his agenda, who disobeyed the chain of command. And I thought at that point, you know what, I'm going to be part of history in some small or large way, um, so I better keep a daily journal. And that's what I did. Every night when I came home, no matter how tired I was, I wrote kind of what, the, what happened that day. And the In Trump Time book, uh, the In Trump Time means as quickly as possible, exp- expression I coined. The In Trump Time book describes the last year uh, of the administration during during the plague year and um i think the beauty of the book is it finally provides an insider's account it offers the truth of what actually happened and the, the gulf between what people have read about in the in the fake news and the corporate media versus the actual re- reality about the president himself about the evil tony fauci about the betrayal of the president by the vice president mike pence about what communist China actually did to us in terms of attacking America with the virus, and about what happened on both November 3rd and November 6th. Uh, that's what the Interim Time book really is about. It's a book, I think, of both revelations but also indictments. And um, today uh, I'm honored to be on your show because today is the day the book actually officially uh, publishes.
1: Folks, again, we're speaking with Peter Navarro, his new book, In Trump Time, Journal of Americans, Plague Gear. Peter, you write about your uh, first encounter with with Dr. Fauci. What can you tell us about that?
0: Chapter two of In Trump Time, let's take you right into the iconic situation room. It's January 28th, 2020. We're at the, the dawn of the pandemic. There's really only three people in the White House who are taking this pandemic seriously at this point. It's the president, myself, and the National Security Advisor, Robert O'Brien. And the president has dispatched me on a very, very important mission, which is to go to the sit room and convince the White House Coronavirus Task Force, Mason at the time, to support the ban on travel from China. This would turn out to be one of the most prescient and courageous decisions of the president, would save millions of lives. But at that point, the, the, he had a lot of opposition. So he sends me. I'm the tip of the spear. I'm this tough guy. I go in. The staff's down at the end of the table. He's chairing the meeting. I got one of i, I love my Pompeo, but the people who worked for him were, were just a lot of hacks. And I had one of his hacks by my left shoulder crossed the way— the uh, the Orville Redenbacher doppelganger and Robert Redfield, the CDC head, um, just one of the most bumbling bureaucrats I've ever met. And you had Azar there. Right. So I knew I was going to have problems with the four of these guys. But across from me, there's this little guy, little round glasses, didn't know he walked on water, didn't know he was a same. He was just a guy. Right. And two minutes in, I'm in a violent argument with him. <laughs> and he keeps insisting. That, <laughs> he keeps insisting that travel bans don't work. You're like a parent, like I'm, I'm going, dude. And I actually said to him, dude, it's like, uh, dude, it's like you mean to tell me that if you got twenty thousand Chinese nationals coming in a day, uh, many from Wuhan, many of them lit up like a Christmas tree with virus, that it's like, come on down, like let them in, right? No, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> so. The, you know, the meeting erupted, ended like in total chaos um, with me fighting him and Mulvaney and everybody else. But but it, it, at the end of the day, I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking, he thinks he's smarter than he is, which is dangerous. But, but I knew right then, I knew right then he was going to hurt both the nation and the president. But here's the interesting thing about that story uh, in the In Trump Time book. It's the lie not the congress which which fauci did but was the lie of omission let me let me explain something that, that people need to understand in this country very clearly at the, by that point early in the pandemic fauci already knew that he was culpable in the pandemic what did we know right then we knew that the, the virus came from wuhan we knew that the virus popped up within yards of a wuhan bioweapons lab we knew that fauci funded that lab through grants. We knew that he authorized gain-of-function experiments at that lab, which, which were capable of turning harmless bat viruses into human killers. And here's the, here's the kicker. He received an email from a top scientist that very month that told him flat out this thing was genetically engineered. The lie of omission, the big lie of omission of Tony Fauci was not to tell me, the president, and the task force, but that thing likely came from the lab. He never raised that issue. It cost millions of lives worldwide, hundreds of thousands of American lives. That man belongs in an orange jumpsuit not as the highest-paid bureaucrat and
1: flack of the Biden administration. Folks, we're speaking with Peter Navarro, his book, In Trump Time, A Journal of America's Year. Peter, I want to tell you, I read a lot of books. I don't know if you realize how funny you are. I was literally laughing out loud reading this book, and it sounds, you know, as I'm here now talking to you, I can now, I can picture your voice as I was reading it. I mean, folks, it is such like a straight from the hip, no B.S., Um, Peter, I I have to ask you, I mean, aren't you, are you surprised that nine months in the Biden administration is already, you know, completely uh, the Titanic, 71% feel he's on the wrong path? I mean, they've already lost their way.
0: Not surprised at all. I I predicted uh, right after uh, the the transition of power, I guess you'd call it, that Biden would be gone uh, within a year or a year and a half. Uh simply because it's it was obvious to everybody who wanted to look that this man had diminished mental capacity and that he invariably made bad decisions i mean that he was known for that in like within the obama White House, and he surrounds himself with people who have no understanding whatsoever of how economies work i mean look in in Obama Biden was eight years of of massive federal debt. Sta- economic stagnation and flat wages, right? They they, 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 So we come along, you know. I'm, I'm out with the, with the boss. We're campaigning on structural change in the economy, tax cuts, deregulation, strategic energy dominance, and fair trade. That was our mantra. We, we put that in, and we grow above the forecasts. And real wages rise, particularly for black and brown Americans and blue collar workers. I mean, and so Biden, Biden comes in and then goes, you know, he reverts to the Biden incompetence mean, doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. <laughs> and, and by the way, when I'm, 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 I'm so honored by what you say about when you read the book, um,
1: w- when I wrote the book, I actually dictate, I use voice dictation yeah. software and I try to write for the ear rather than the eye it works so, it works and and if you listen to the book,
0: what's fun about the audiobook I, I did the narration myself as you as you might expect. I always like the author to do the narration, but I also have some guest voices in there uh, as part of it, so it's more like a dramatic
1: production. oh so, wow Steve, ba-
0: Steve Bannon's in it. Oh boy, Richard Davis Hansen. Ah, uh, the boss has a little cameo. Corey <laughs> Lewandowski absolutely steals the show. Wow! When he relates the story, I don't know if you remember the book—the story about him being on Air Force One with Dave Bossi. Yes. And how they're reading the riot act Jared Kushner and, and campaign about not being ready for uh, for the steal that's about to come. Uh, so he narrates that whole thing. So it's 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 kind of a for folks who prefer like the audio books. Uh, this one, I think you'll find to be uh, a little bit of cut above most of what uh, what you're going to get. But I, the, for me, the book submission—I mean, my mission is to take Fauci down. This is the Fauci fire. <laughs> that guy's got to go. I'm sorry, he is—he is a murderer. I make the case. Uh, if you don't believe me? By the time you get to the end of it, I'll give you double your money back. Uh, we got to hold China accountable, and, and we really do get, have to get to the bottom of what happened on November 3rd and January 6th.
1: This is going to be the first audio book that I'm going to buy, and I hope my family's not listening because you're all getting copies of the book. Folks, it is in yeah. Trump time, Journal of America's Plague Year, Peter Navarro. Peter, I mean it. I'm going to have you back. A pleasure to talk to you. Congratulations. And this is the time. best book and of 2021. Hilarious. Oh, I'm so flattered for so, that. All right, Peter. Congratulations. Bye-bye. Mega Logistics, M E G A. Call them today, 401 431 2300. 401 431 2300. Mega Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you have freight, freight, goods, third party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing. Customer developing a proven track record with fo- Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 431 2300. You have enough, enough challenges trying to run your business. Let MEGA Logistics help you do that. Call them today, 401 431 2300, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, if you have freight. Freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third party brokerage, you can depend on Miga Logistics. Call them today, 401 431 2300. 401 431 2300 for Miga Logistics.
3: It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store, 65% off all week long.
1: Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster your driveway how do you know it's brother's disposal because it's a purple dumpster look for them on facebook and give them a call for an estimate 401-688-0517 get a dumpster in your driveway maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage unwanted belongings maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out clean it out with brother's disposal they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brother roland today at brother's disposal 401 401- six eight eight zero five one seven whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings call brother's disposal today come on brother call brother's disposal 401-688-0517 look for them on facebook brother's disposal get a dumpster in your driveway 401-688-0517 Speaking with our legal analyst, attorney Tim Dodd, Tim, this is an interesting story that jumped out. Three Rhode Island bank employees among 11 people charged in bank fraud schemes. What's What's so different about this is there's always people trying to come up with some scheme to rip off the banks. It's different when you actually get people on the inside that are working with you.
5: Yes, the, the, these, these schemes have been going on for quite some time, largely because it's so easy with, um, you know, copy machines and the like to make copies of checks that look perfect. You, you can't really distinguish a, a good check from a bad check. And, you know, it's very easy to get information um, about people, account numbers, different things. So you take a check that doesn't really have money behind it. You go into the bank. Um, there might be a preliminary preliminary indication that the check might clear and apparently some of the tellers on the inside even if they knew this was a phony check or a check that was not backed up with money would cash it right then and there boom and now the bad guy walks out with the cash and by the time the check bounces within the system um, the person's disappeared i think this scam hit the banks for Six figures, was it two or three hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, I think there's 11 people who have been indicted, um, some of them are bank employees. Um, wow. But this is not new, this is, happens in all different forms. There's um, situations where people get checks in the mail and um, they go to cash them, and the checks are no good now you know the bank's coming back after the person saying that was a bad check give us the money back so it's a 2500 hundred dollar check you go cash it you get the money the check bounces the bank's coming back after you saying we gave you the cash but that was a bad check um usually there's a component once you get the cash that you got to kick some back to somebody who gave it to you in the first place but there's lots and lots of check scams out there um yeah. Uh, and, and banks are getting hit all the time. It's unusual that they were able to collect, connect the dots to point the finger at employees. That makes it a little different.
1: Yeah folks, we' speaking with our legal expert Tim Dot. Tim Kevin actor Kevin Spacey had the uh, situation in Nantucket and there's a former anchor in Boston and she brought the case that he was going after a son and certainly a little bit of a convoluted story. But I think this story is interesting. So Spacey and his production company now apparently they they have to pay the studio behind House of Cards because his problems that he caused House of Cards apparently more than 30 million in losses because of his uh, various activity that led him into some legal trouble.
5: Yeah. um, This was done at arbitration. It was done out of public view. It's been handled in a very um, discreet but unusual manner. And I think the gist of the lawsuit was after Spacey gets um, jammed up with number one, this kid in Nantucket, And then after that, there was just um, the floodgates were open and there were lots of other people complaining on the set of um, his TV series that he was hitting on various um, folks working on the production that the last season got cut short. So instead of delivering, I don't know, 18 episodes, they only delivered like nine episodes or something like that, which costs... Uh, the production, because you can't get as much out of the network that carries it. There'll be less money on the back end when you put uh, the series into syndication, if it's even syndicatable. Um, You know, he might be so toxic right now that there's no buyers for this um, um, House of Cards show because of his involvement in it. I don't know if that's true or not, but because he was... um, held up to a lot of public ridicule, justifiably so. Um, The show kind of terminated before it should have with less episodes than it should have. So you get less advertising dollars than you expected to recoup. So, you know, it's this dominoes that begin to fall once you don't produce enough of episodes of the show. Um, So I, I think he's gonna be stuck with it. I presume there's enough insurance with this right. production company to cover these losses. I'm sure yeah. they're insured for all sorts of contingencies. Um,
1: it's a big nut.
5: It's a huge nut.
1: Yeah. Finally, um, one of the members of the squad representative uh, Rashida Tlaib, she was doing an interview and the uh, Jonathan Swan of Axios was pressing her on. She endorsed the breathe act and just Tim Dodd as an attorney um, she's one of these people. Now this came out in twenty twenty, the Breathe Act, and he really pressed her on it because it's 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 the squad, it's the Green New Deal, it's the real progressives. But one of the elements of the Breathe Act is in the next by ten years, and it came out last year, so it'd actually be now nine years, but twenty thirty, all federal pres- all prisons closed. Whoever's in prison uh would be, be released to the general public. Tim Dodd, what, what would that do to the legal system and our criminal justice system?
5: Well, it, it's, it would be another weakening of the fabric of our society. Yeah. Uh, it would create more um, instability in the world. Um, it would make it more dangerous. Um, clearly, you know, if you follow the agenda of Congresswoman Talib you basically want to upend this country. And this is all part of an effort to um, install sort of a new order of how this country is going to operate. You could not have, I, I wish the um, interviewer said, well, you want to put Jokar Tsarnaev back on the street? Is that yeah. it? Is that what you want to do here? Um, just as um, Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer called Lynn Wood an idiot this congresswoman is the epitome of being an idiot. She wouldn't answer the questions. She just has an agenda. So every time he would say, you want to put all these people on the street, she'd say, well, you know, there's a lot of mentally ill people in prison, you know. And that may be true, but she dodged the central issue is you're going to put all of these people, rapists, murderers, um, child killers, child rapists, you're going to put them all back on the street, are you? Is that what you want to do? And she dodged, and she would laugh just like others um, on the progressive side. They laugh when they get cornered because they can't really answer the question with facts. Um, I, I watched that interview, and in my view, uh, she should be ashamed of herself I mean, yeah. for being so foolish as to be in favor of um, that breathe act. It's preposterous.
1: Tim Dodd, one more final thing, and it's th- this story out of Warwick where a man was fatally shot and killed but he pointed a rough rifle at police i was interviewing um someone recently and and he was taken into custody and said well i i was telling the police i need some space and to back up, and they just kept ignoring me i i just think that we should remind people that and, and you tell me but when police arrive on the scene regardless of someone saying i'm telling them to back up to give me space or hey listen you know i have a second amendment right if you point your weapon at a police officer or you start dictating to them to, you know, back up, I need some space here. I, I You know, I think people need to recognize that, that when, poli- it's my, when police arrive on the scene, they are now in charge of the scene. So this business of either pointing a weapon or telling them back up because you want some space, it, it doesn't, you know, that, that, that's not how it works. And it doesn't go well when you try to approach things in that manner.
5: No, and this sounds like, unfortunately, a classic suicide by cop situation.
1: Yes. Yeah. It
5: sounds like the first reports are that this guy was um, suicidal and unstable. Yeah. And he just didn't point his um, gun at the cops and they blasted him. No. He did it three separate times. And they yeah. kept saying, Put the gun down, put the gun down, don't point the gun at us. So he does it once. He follows their instruction. He does it again. They're firmer saying, don't do that, put your gun down, don't point it at us. He does it a third time, and he gets shot. Yeah.
1: Um,
5: I think the cops should have all said, we're going to stand down. I think it's time to send in the social workers. That's, that's
1: right. Yes. <laughs> my and God. That's, this,
5: uh, this epitomizes why you still need cops out there. In Minneapolis, yep. they would have wanted to have some social worker go in and try to reason with this person mm. who's pointing a loaded gun at them. Um, it doesn't work that way in the real world. And I think that, you know, the cop who um, fired his or her weapon has been identified. they will be on administrative leave. There'll be an investigation by the AG's office and the state police. But I'm sure that this individual um, will be um, cleared of any wrongdoing. It sounds like a clear um, suicide by cop situation.
1: Folks, he is our uh, legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, great job as always. Happy Thanksgiving, and we will talk to you again.
5: Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and all your listeners. Take care.
1: All is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable, residential services. From winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements, call RE Coogan Heating today, 401 732 6562. It's Coogie, 401 732 6562. Again, look for them on Facebook and then the website, recouganheating.com. Call now. Keep your home nice and warm. Gas, oil burners, 24 emergency service, RE Coogan Heating, 401 732 6562.
3: It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers, 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before, 65% off this weekend only, open Sunday, one-year interest-free financing, Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged.
1: Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Maria. at It's My Health, because it's your health, but It's My Health, 1099 menden road in cumberland look for on facebook you can also call her at 401-305-3585 you know where she is right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from davidport restaurant it's my health and inside pop in you'll see vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality integrity local products like acai honey maple syrup beef fresh gum it's my health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce, plus boxed herbs and teas, plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health, because it's your health. Stop in and see Marie. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland.